0: Let's do this thing. Welcome to the revolution. We're back. Oh, like who are you talking to, I guess. For over 15 years, one show pushes the boundaries of outdoor entertainment.
1: What is the matter with you? It had
0: that effect like you didn't know what you're talking about. (laughs) A show in which all others will be judged.
2: All they talk about around here is football and underwear. Ew, gross.
0: And they smell. A show about nothing and everything. Well, that's all there is to it. It's a it all. Wrapped in a mystery. Something, something or other. Inside an enigma. You're underselling it, which means it's awesome and I want it. Often imitated, but never duplicated. The Revolution with Jim and Trav is on. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Rock Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Today on Gone with the Whitetails, Mrs. Bunny makes the startling realization that her venison has run out.
3: Trav, what are we going to do? Our freezer is completely out of venison, and baby Jimbo needs to eat. Yeah, my belly's hungry, draft Hold your tongue,
4: woman and
1: large boy with a gray mustache, because daddy has a 30 on 6, and he's bringing home the venison! You hear me? I'm going to make it rain
0: be sure to tune in next week to Gone with the Whitetails when Joe Montaigne relives the story of when Trav taught him to shoot.
4: And I jumped off my bike and he took me in there and he bought me two rounds of, of uh, shells and then that was it. I was hooked from that moment on and it was the best
5: possible way to be you know, introduced to the shooting sports.
2: I haven't been called large boy in
1: a long time. <laughs> With gray mustache (laughs) Do you know What's amazing I actually did Teach Joe Montaigne How to shoot (laughs) Alright so this is Dear Domination On this week's show I'm so pumped About this Joining us for A special In-depth uh, four-part interview. I'm holding up four fingers so you can count. One, <laughs> two, three. Uh, it's actually Michael Waddell, Michael Waddell's Bone Collector on Outdoor Channel can Sundays. Can I say that? It's Michael Waddell. It's Michael Waddell. Uh, Sunday's 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time, but starting October 15th through the 21st every single night, 7 p.m. Eastern Time up until 11. Deer on, week. Uh, yeah, Deer Week on Outdoor Channel and Sportsman Channel. It's going to be all deer hunting. Brought uh, by Cabela's. Yeah, brought to you by Cabela's. But check this out on Sportsman Channel. You got Tom McMillan, he's going to be hosting deer week Week uh, There on Sportsman Channel, on Outdoor Channel. Michael O'Dell is going to be covering it.
3: So, so you have seven consecutive nights of deer hunting and deer-centric programming. Like a mini marathon.
1: This is the epitome of deer hunting right yeah. here on uh, Outdoor Channel and Sportsman Channel. Once again, starting October 15th through the 21st. And here's the deal. When you post something to like Instagram, Twitter, uh, MySpace, if you have it, <laughs> use, the, use the hashtag Deer Week. On all of your photos and when you're talking about it Plus go to DeerWeek.com to learn more about it But once again, gonna be joined by Michael Waddell Four-part interview on today's show And I think we actually have a clip, don't we? Yeah Do you even know, really? Uh, No, not really Uh, Anyways, here is a clip, a little audio bit from uh, Michael And he's talking about shot placement And understanding the anatomy of a whitetail Take a listen.
6: It's deer week. You know, I'm not encouraging to take a quarter and two shot or whatever. I think it's very, very, very important. One is to know the anatomy of a deer front and back. To understand how long it takes for a liver shot deer to make it how long it takes for a one lung deer to make it or can they even survive that shot Man,
1: he's spot on understanding the anatomy of the animal you are pursuing uh is essential so Critical again to making
3: a good shot it yeah really
1: is. michael waddell sticking around for a four-part interview uh first part's coming right after a uh, mrs bunny mrs bunny what are you going to talk about on today's show i've got show, some
3: though? rules for game care in the field all right mrs bunny and her rules
1: They're brought to you by the all-new American Titan. Take a listen. Mrs. Bunny has a fever.
0: I got a fever. And venison is the cure. Make some noise. Mrs. Bunny and her infinite dear knowledge is brought to you by the all-new American Titan at NissanUSA.com.
3: Okay, first and foremost, uh, a well-placed, quick, ethical kill. That will make uh, a massive difference in the quality of the meat. It really does.
1: Like Mike was saying in that clip.
3: Absolutely. Okay, number two, get the guts out. Uh, the key to tasty meat oftentimes is timely removal of the animal's entrails. Faster is always better, especially if you have gut shot it. You don't have to go crazy, especially if you have um, shot an animal and you're trying to let it rest or something like that. Uh, wildlife biologist Grant Wood says that he has, in his experience, um, said that waiting four to five hours, even on a warm day, to dress a deer is a non issue because if it's warm outside, it takes the bo- It takes a while for the body temperature to disperse off of the carcass and um, it doesn't affect the meat. After that point in time, then you really have to maybe start worrying about Four it. Four to five hours on a warm day? I don't know. That's what... He's that's smarter what, than me, but... That's what he says. So anyways. Wow. Okay, skin it uh, to win it. Skin needs to be removed quickly so that the meat can cool. Uh, it acts as a thermal barrier, essentially. I mean, you think about what the skin it does It holds for. the heat in. Yeah, that's what it's made for. You think about it in the winter, especially in the really cold Parts of the of the states, um, that's what the skin is meant for in the hair. I mean, it really shields them. And so it's going to hold the heat in naturally. kind of like a space blanket. Exactly. So you need to get it off if you want the meat to be cooled. Uh, when skinning, you need to be really um, careful not to puncture the meat because that is just open channels for the bacteria to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, so do a
1: good job. Take that's your right. time. And this and goes do a good back job. to
3: maybe buy or bust, investing in a quality skinning knife. Yeah, okay? we're going
1: to talk about on this week's show the Cabela's Alaskan Guard Series 113 Ranger Get her knife, bug <laughs> <My> knives. <book>, <laughs> just had to throw that in. Or by the way, this is awesome. Swede, actually a rosewood uh, handle on it. The ergonomics. I feel like one of the ladies just not pretty on uh, the Price is Right. <laughs> um, look at me cut my finger off and laugh about it. <laughs> 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 you okay. also want a van? <laughs> uh, no, showcase is, showdown. Yeah, showcase showdown. <laughs> But he's going to slap me down. Anyways, yeah, a good knife. And this is actually, it's the Alaska series, not to interrupt you here. Yeah. Um, What you're doing. I I slit my (laughs) wrist. Um, I'm holding it right now. This is such an amazing knife. Yeah. Love these knives. And this is actually what we use. Uh, to skin our game. You All so. of our game. Anything from uh, moose to rabbits. There you go. Feral kittens. <laughs> Check them
3: out. Okay. So skin it. Now moving on. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> okay. okay, Keeping it cool. Uh, how many times have you seen a hunter driving down the road, showing off his deer to his buddy in the back of his truck, and it's a hot day, and there's just hanging out in the back of the truck there, you know? Oh, it yeah. needs to be properly cooled. So you need to have a place. So if you're not going to quarter it and get it in the freezer right away, you need to have a um, walk-in freezer or um, at least-
1: cool dry garage.
3: Exactly. That can keep it cool. Okay. It needs to be um, below 60 degrees. I mean, ideally between 30 to 40 degrees. Um, uh, oh,
1: the, the the ambient temperature outside? No, the, Of the, 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 freezer, the freezer. Of the, oh, of the oh, cooler the, to the keep it cool. Yeah, okay, yeah. You don't want
3: it warm because bacteria can grow in the 70 degree-ish range. So anyway, oh, yeah. it needs to be cool. Okay. Um, dry aging meat. A lot of people kind of skip this step and they just go directly to cutting it up. This is what we do. Right. However, um, deer gray and forage so that they have little fat and a lot of connective tissue and muscle fiber that needs to be able to break down and take sufficient time. So to dry age your meat, you need to have it surrounded by a constant temperature of 34 to 37 degrees for 10 to 14 days. It just so happens that when we hunt the bulk of the time, it is pretty cool outside. Yeah. And so um, we hang it in a shop. You know, we don't have a fancy cooler or anything. We just hang it from a... Um,
1: We're it from a rafter on yeah, a, a game winch. on a
3: game winch and just let it age that way. You tarp it off that way cats or something can't get to it, you know. But yeah, you,
1: just,
3: <laughs> yeah you let it hang for uh, 10 days to uh, two weeks and uh, then get at it.
1: You know, it's amazing, too, when you dry age them like that, you hang them. I and mean, we've had Scott Layseth on a couple weeks ago. He talks about you lose upwards of 30% weight-wise. Yeah. Which yeah. is of, just the moisture that's within the muscle tissue. And it's amazing how it does break it down, like you're saying, Mrs. Bunny. Uh, and It's just, you could take a piece of meat that is fabulous, and doing this makes it exquisite. Yeah. I mean, it it really does, yeah. I
3: think a lot of people are nervous about it just because of leaving meat out. It seems unconventional, you know, but it's the best way to do it. Well, heck,
1: during our deer season, you're lucky if it gets above zero. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's so damn cold outside. How you get it back low. to them, they're it, nice, Pop. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter. All right, Mrs. Bunny, is that it? Yep, that's it, guys. All right, so don't go anywhere. Uh-oh. We're kicking Mrs. Bunny out. Mike Waddell is going to replace her, but watch Michael Waddell's Bone Collector on Outdoor Channel Sundays, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, but check this out, though. October 15th through the 21st, we got Deer Week. Deer Week starts 7 p.m. Eastern Time every single night on Outdoor Channel and Sportsman channel and again it kicks off October 15th and it's brought to you by Cabela's. Brought to you by Cabela's, Michael Waddell he is here to talk deer hunting Plus, Deer Week, this is so amazing. I'm fixing to stab myself in the leg. <laughs> I see that. Um, with this knife. Mrs. Bunny, thank you so much for stopping by. You back, guys. See you later. All right. This has been brought to you by Nissan and the all-new America Titan. Look them up. NissanUSA.com. Michael Waddell. Coming up next. Don't go anywhere, peeps.
6: We're deer hunting. Hey everybody, y'all don't go nowhere because coming up, we got a lot of tips and tactics and a lot of things we just want to get out.
0: Dear Venison, we're so lost without
1: you. We're all out of Venison. We're so lost without it. I know you were right. Believing in the right. Hooked up to the World Wide Web. Your outdoor place in cyberspace. What computers are for?
0: JimandTrav.com. Stick around. The revolution will continue Next. What is happening? Outdoor Channel and Sportsman Channel have created a monster. We got something special for you.
2: Deer Week. The more you get out, the more you see, the more you learn, the better you hunt. Seven nights of gigantic racks and our all-time favorite hunts.
3: You never know when a giant is gonna show up.
2: He has put me on the biggest deer of my life. Doesn't get any better than this right here. Deer Week begins Sunday, October 15th at 7 Eastern on Outdoor Channel and Sportsman Channel. Brought to you by Cabela's. Introducing a pickup truck so tough,
5: so rugged, you become a real man just by sitting in it. So get ready to outwork and outlast any other pickup on the planet. Sound familiar? Pickup truck ads will do anything to make their trucks sound invincible. But let's get real. No truck lasts forever. The more miles, the more repairs. It's just common sense. Yet most truck warranties offer bumper-to-bumper coverage for just three years, 36,000 miles. (laughs) That isn't much of a long haul for most truckers. So when you hear claims like, all-time toughest truck in the world, you know it doesn't mean much unless they can back it up. That's why we built the 2017 Nissan Titan to work hard and backed it with America's best truck warranty. Five years, 100,000 miles, bumper to bumper. Now that's a hardcore truck warranty. Take on tough jobs with the 2017 Nissan Titan family of trucks. Limited warranty details available at your local Nissan dealer. Certain exclusions apply. Call 1-800-249-7225 for comparison details.
0: Welcome back to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. It's deer domination as we get ready for Deer Week, beginning October 15th on Outdoor Channel. Now a special four-part interview with Michael Waddell of Michael Waddell's Bone Collector and host of Deer Week on Outdoor Channel. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. This is part one
1: hey we're back we're talking deer domination on this week's show and before the break we heard from mrs bunny and she was actually talking about proper care of your meat once you get that animal on the ground i was wetting my whistle oh. it's almost deer week almost deer week almost deer week with mike waddell and tom mcmillan you're fighting it best i Guys, I'm so pumped about this just now being joined at first part of the four-part series. Good friend uh, of ours. With Michael Waddell of Michael Waddell's Bone Collector on Outdoor Channel Sundays, 10.30 uh, p.m. Eastern Time. But Deer Week, as I said, it is going to kick off on Outdoor Channel and Sportsman Channel uh, October 15th through the 21st, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, every single night, three hours. Now, on Outdoor Channel, Michael Waddell is co-hosting that. And then on Sportsman Channel, Tom McMillan. Mr. Tom McMillan, he's got that covered. Go to DeerWeek.com. To learn more about it, also, uh, when you post any of your game on social media, Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook, whatever you have, uh, use the hashtag, hashtag deer <laughs> That was kind of redundant. And I'm so pumped about this, Michael. Got to tell us, man, this is exciting.
6: Hey, you know what? When you're down to hunting, if you think about it, everybody in the country, not everybody, but I would say deer hunting is the most easily accessed opportunity you know, when it comes to people, there's deer in almost everybody's backyard. So I'm just tickled that Outdoor Channel and Sportsmen are celebrating deer hunting. So it's really going to be cool. And like I said, I really like how they're going to just make it fun. I really think when you think about deer hunting, deer count, it's got such a nostalgia to it. You know, roots, family, friends, just that vibe. Obviously, you know, right now you kind of feel that crisp final air and, and things are getting right it's just before the front and pre rush. so I, I'm excited about being part of it I think people are really going to get Fired up. I don't know. We might lose people, though, in the early days because I think people are going to leave to go hunting. I mean, they're going to be fired up when
1: they start watching Deer Week. Hi, Mr. Michael Waddell, Michael Waddell's bone collector on Outdoor Channel Sundays, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Plus, he is the host of Deer Week starting October 15th through the 21st on Outdoor Channel and Sportsman Channel, co hosting it alongside Mr. Tom McMillan of McMillan on Sportsman Channel. Now, one thing you said I want to go back to for just a second um, about being all inclusive in the outdoors and getting back to our roots. And that this is about camaraderie. It's about family. It's about being outside. But there's another portion where there's this whole new term Huntleet where everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people are pushing this fitness aspect. And if you don't go to the gym at five o'clock in the morning, you don't drink these protein shakes. You can't be the best hunter you can be. I sit here. I drink beer on the weekends. I eat crap food. I drink coffee, Dr Pepper all day. I shoot deer all the time.
6: I, I feel like you do. First of all, to be blunt, honest, bullcrap <laughs> to try to tell somebody that you've got to be in tip-top shape and have to, you know, never eat a Swiss cake roll and an oatmeal pie <laughs> to to be a successful deer hunter. First of all, let's back up and look who I work with on this TV show. T-Bone Turner. Yeah. <laughs> T-Bone Turner is a lot of things, but skinny and in shape ain't one of them. But let me see what T-Bone does. T-Bone is one of the funnest guys to be around. He's always going to have snacks in his pocket. He's always going to have a good time. He's one of the best bow wrenches out there, one of the best bow shots. And T-Bone, if you keep up with Bone Collector, which by the way is free range hunting. Yep. T-Bone is very successful in the deal with And let me tell you something, T-Bone can't even climb up and get in the lock on. We work (laughs) with Hawk Tree Stands. Let me tell you something, T-Bone will make them rails tired, son. He gets up in a lock on. But when it gets down to it, I think there is this insecurity about trying to find a niche and saying, well, I'm in a little better shape, therefore it makes me a better hunter. Now, this year, you know, I've had some elk hunts, and I have tried my best to run a little bit to get in shape. Just so I can, maybe I'm walking that five to seven miles a day. And it's two miles, so obviously, you know, it ain't like all of a sudden i got to go to the gym every day or start drinking 37 protein shakes a day or all of a sudden, you know, get a typo trainer. But it is important just to get out with my wife and just, you know, walk hard for two miles or three miles or maybe once in a while I'll jog them out. That right there helps me be successful just when I'm getting in that high altitude and, and and it helps me make the hunt a little easier. But I think it is insane. And like I said, I, I, I'm i not saying don't be in shape. Yeah. But it's not as necessary as people talk about. I think if it's necessary it makes you feel better, then do it. But don't sit there and say, all of my hunting heroes, my dad, my my grandma, my papa, uh, Uncle Morgan, I mean, we was eating bacon and eggs and washing <laughs> it down with an oatmeal pie and a fudge round with whole milk. And, and drinking coffee, and we never jogged or run. We sat around and hung out around the campfire and told lies, and got up and just shot every year our of the in some really good ones. Yeah. And so, and and two, you got to remember, some people love to work out, some people don't. Yeah. So when it gets down to it, hunting is the one thing that I think you can. If you, if it makes you feel good to work out and really push yourself, and then apply that to the hunt, and that makes you happy, I think you should. But to sell it as that that it has to come with it, I think it's backing up in our hunting industry because, once again, you think about all the people listening right here, including myself and you guys, we work hard taking care of our families, taking care of our wives, our yep. kids, running around to soccer games, running to baseball, football games. We're getting them to school on time. We've got a nine-to-five job. Sometimes it's 40 hours a week. Sometimes it's 80 hours a week to finally have a Saturday and Sunday to enjoy ourselves. So at the end of it, it's got to be fun. And so therefore, if you have to train and do a thousand push-ups and set-ups every day and run a marathon just to be able to kill a doe in a food pot with a freaking Hoyt bow, that ain't no fun. (laughs) You're right. <laughs> Why don't you just be a Navy SEAL? least can go to Afghanistan and shoot some terrorists. You bet. Anyway, yeah, I think it's a great thing. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>.
6: <laughs> hey, stick around, folks. We got a whole lot more deer domination
1: and Michael Waddell coming up right after the break. That's right. Now, Mr. Michael, where can we find you online, buddy?
6: Absolutely, Trav. Yeah, you can just go online to uh, michaelwaddell.com, phonecollector.com. We also have all the social media outlets covered. From Facebook, it's Michael Waddell's Bone Clicker on Facebook. At Booger Bottom on Twitter and Official Bone Collector on Instagram. So I think that's about
1: it. All right, part two with Michael Waddell. Once again, Michael Waddell's Bone Collector on Outdoor Channel Sundays, 10:30 p.m. Eastern Time. But make sure you tune in October 15th to either Outdoor Channel or Sportsman Channel for Deer Week. Deer Week starts 7 p.m. Eastern time every single night, starting once again October 15th on Outdoor Channel or Sportsman Channel. But this has been presented though by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and my Outdoor TV, part two with Michael Waddell. Come Coming up next. Don't go
6: anywhere. Hey everybody, this is Michael out letting you know, don't go anywhere. I'll be back on part two, just coming up after this break.
0: This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Stalk us anytime on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Tumblr, Vimeo, YouTube, Yelp, Foursquare, and always at jimintrav.com Stay tuned. The Revolution will continue next. Two brothers stranded down
2: under.
4: Dropped in New Zealand. This is different. This is out of our comfort zone. We're gonna work together and we will conquer. No map. No shelter, no food, a dangerous game of survival. I've never seen a place this vast, this large. One false step and it's over. This terrain has proven to be the most difficult terrain I've ever had to hunt. not always fun in games out here. Dropped,
2: Expedition South Pacific, all new season. Mondays at 9 p.m. Eastern and Pacific, only on Outdoor Channel.
4: Meet Sid. Sid doesn't text back. Sid does simplify suppressor ownership. Meet Sid, the new interactive kiosk that makes the fingerprinting and paperwork of silencer applications quick, easy, and pain-free. If you're ready to own a silencer, make time to meet Sid, your new buddy in the silencer business. Available at selected powered by silencer shop retailers
2: it's fall. Time to get ready. Get focused and gear up. Come to Cabela's Deer Classic and find great deals on the latest hunting gear and apparel. Save up to 20% on rifle ammo from Tolomo, Remington and Hornady. Get $60 off Liberty Pro Vault Series gun safes and get $90 off a Cabela's Deluxe 8.7 inch slicer plus $30 off Ruger LCP 2 pistols. Fall is here. Don't miss Cabela's Deer Classic. Shop in store and at cabelas.com Welcome
0: back to the revolution with jim and trav would someone tell me what this is we've turned the show over in celebration of deer week beginning october 15th on outdoor channel now let's get back to michael waddell host of michael waddell's bone collector brought to you by cinch jeans the official clothing brand of the revolution with jim and trav visit them online at cinchjeans.com this is part two
1: We're back. This is part two with Deer Domination and Michael Waddell on this week's show. Yeah, make sure you watch Michael Waddell's Bone Collector on Outdoor Channel Sundays, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Plus, Deer Week, it is kicking off October 15th. Uh, running up until the 21st, our 7 p.m. Eastern Time, where? On Outdoor Channel and Sportsman's Channel. And it is hosted by Mr. Tom McMillan and Michael Wattell himself. Also, when you kill anything, it doesn't matter what it is. Uh, you run over something, just tag it. Yeah, uh, hashtag- I'm <laughs> Dearly, You could do that. Uh, anyways, you probably just stay with me, I'm All right, so let's get back to the the, the deer talk, uh, Michael. Obviously, we, we've seen you through the years, man. You're very prolific uh, using calls in the deer woods. So let's focus on that first. A second, specifically calling and rattling, and rattling—that's a hot deal. Yeah. So, how do you feel about rattling, man? Let's let's talk pre-rut, rut, and post-rut. Do you rattle a lot or not?
6: Um, I, I do rattle, and ninety percent of the times that I rattle, it's more you know on site when I see it here. I do think rattling is—it can be very effective. It's been proven to be effective. It's all timing. It, there's something about it. It's kind of like when we hear a scuffle wherever we're at, you know, most men run to it just to see what's happened. A lot of times, not only men, so do women. It, it becomes a spectacle. So I do think, and I can't guarantee that, I do think fighting bucks and rattling does become a spectacle, and there's curiosity that strikes both bucks and those. So no matter what time of year it is, I think deer have the potential to be curious enough to investigate. I wouldn't put rattling in my number one bag of, of tricks, other than maybe long range hunting CRP fields, I can see a long ways, but grunting and snort weeds, I think is just something that's so highly effective that the last several years, a lot of the, the personalities and a lot of the hunters out there have proven that it is just a foolproof call that can work a lot of situations. And, uh, And the earliest I've ever been successful at shooting a deer with a snort wheeze was September 7th in Wyoming. Really? And literally, the deer was in full velvet. It was like a 146-inch buck. He was cruising about 100 yards away. And I said, man, he's going to miss me. He was obviously in transition from feed to bed. And I snort wheezed. He didn't come in aggressive. He's like, what's going on? And he slowly eased within range, and I got a 50-yard shot, and I killed that buck. So I think there's so many things that... Sometimes we wait for the perfect time. I think when you're in a situation to where you can push the envelope, especially when you're visualizing and watching these deer, it, a lot of times it might not hurt you, but it can only help you. And so uh, calling is very effective. I mean, uh, you know, every every animal has some sort of communication, whether it's through being able to smell each other, hear each other. And so the deer calls, grunts, and snort wheezes are deadly. I mean, they're very deadly, especially when you get in those Midwestern states where the buck to doe ratio is good and they have this one time a year to breed, they have fought hard for that right to breed, and so therefore you have the opportunity to truly manipulate them. You're not tricking Einstein. You're just tricking something that's dominant that if he makes a mistake, he shows up at daylight that is very sexually frustrated. And so <laughs> – if you think about it, A lot of men get in trouble when I get that way. Those so are these big mature folks. All right, the man you're listening
1: to, that is the backstrap ninja himself, Mike Waddell. He is psychoanalyzing whitetails on today's show. He's the host of, also, besides Mike Waddell's Bone Collector, uh, Deer Week. Make sure you watch it October 15th through the 21st. He is hosting this alongside Mr. Tom McMillan on sports Channel and Outdoor Channel. Uh, make sure you hop on DeerWeek.com, learn more about it, and use the hashtag uh, Deer Week on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. All right. So you mentioned decoys. Do you ever use in states where it's legal? Do you ever use decoys in unison with calling? And how about sense? Do you ever use either of those?
6: I do. I mean, I, I do. And, and it's fun because so many times, if you think about deer hunting, it's so much strategic luck to deer hunting that that's what drives me nuts about it. Being a turkey hunter at heart. and then how much I love the elk hunt, what I love about that is a very offensive approach. You hear the animal, you know he's in this woodlot or this certain area, and then at that point you can manipulate him either through your ability to stalk and or your ability to use different calls or sounds or smells to bring that, well, not a turkey and a smell, but bring them out and within gun range. Well, deer hunting, there are times a year that you can use the same turkey hunting tactics. And so, yes, I do use the decoy a lot, and I also use uh we, i've worked with code totally blue scents and we, we've worked on developing all kind of different from blends to just what's the power of having this particular one dough that her estrus is in this one bottle that we can label you know doe number 232 and we know that she was in heat that time of year and use it you know maybe in an iowa and so what i have found the best time to use these decoys for us, when we go out of state or anybody that hunts out of state, maybe they booked a trip to Illinois or Iowa. Maybe they're hunting public ground or even private ground, but they don't know every tree like where they grew up hunting. Uh, Greg Miller told me a long time ago, a very well-respected whitetail kind of expert, uh, Greg always said, man, CRP fields are so strong, obviously. The deer love to bed in them. They love to the cruise in them. And Greg always told me, he said, if you don't know much about the place, he said, go to any double corner, hang you a stand. You can visually see a long way. And you can see not only deer movement, but you might even get lucky and have a deer use that double corner because deer naturally are drawn to it the way the travel corridors kind of force them to go into those double corners. And so he always liked to get himself in a double corner where he can see a lot of real estate. When you use that tactic along with a decoy, then at that point you've made the perfect situation to scout from a long distance, but then you're sitting up there with your grunt college rattle horns or pack rack and you're ready to manipulate then to use that decoy, and just like turkey hunting, when that buck is approaching, then he sees that buck, which I do love a buck decoy over a doe, it becomes game on from the yeah. immature buck even to the mature buck so yes, decoys are very deadly Hey, we gotta
1: take a break right there, Michael uh, more Deer Domination and Michael Waddell coming up in part 3 That's right, Michael Waddell's Bone Collector on Outdoor Channel Sundays, 10-30pm Eastern Time, plus Deer Week, October 15th through the 21st kicking off on Outdoor Channel and Sportsman Channel 7pm Eastern Time every single night, but this has been brought to you by Cinch Jeans, the official clothing brand of the revolution with Jim and Trav, hop online, checking Get out, get yourself all decked out, Gammo. o uh, cinch get jeans. to buy a horse. That's right, cinchjeans.com. We do have to get to a break. For part three coming up next with Michael Wadell. Stick around, you won't want to miss it. But first, there's word for Mrs. Bunny. She's talking about going to bed. What? Wow. Take a listen. This is Michael Wadell. Y'all stay tuned for part three. It's a backstrap celebration. Oh! Celebrate venison. We're gonna celebrate,
0: celebrate,
3: oh yeah!
0: And now, Mrs. Bunny, and get to bed.
3: Get to bed. Most deer, when pressured, are going to head for home. They'll seek out those thick, nasty areas where they feel safe and secure, and that's where you must be waiting. So, position your stand on the outer edge of the best cover available in your hunting area. The key is to place the stand so that you have good visibility, but are very near the thick tangle that deer are heading for. Edges are natural routes for travel for whitetails, and the added visibility will increase your effective shooting range. It's critical to get into position long before first shooting light.
0: Make your life more outdoors. How? Well, you're doing it right now with Jim and Trav. Stay tuned. The Revolution with
2: Jim and Trav. We'll be right back. On the front lines of conservation is a dedicated team of professionals. Wildlife and conservation medicine, we call it. Protecting big game on the western landscape. I scare myself every capture.
5: There's always an opportunity for mistakes.
2: You're dealing with wild animals, and it's dangerous, but it's necessary. We are recovering the species where we almost lost them. Catch and release has a whole new meaning. The new series, Wild Ops. Mondays at 9.30 Eastern and Pacific. Only on Outdoor Channel.
0: Are you on- Wondering what to do with your leftover game meat? Turn it into delicious snacks. At High Mountain Seasonings, we have 25 jerky making kits, 14 snack and stick kits, and 20 sausage making kits. That means we have something for everybody. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. Meet Sid.
4: Sid doesn't. Check for traffic updates. SID does simplify suppressor ownership. Meet SID, the new interactive kiosk that makes the fingerprinting and paperwork of silencer applications quick, easy, and pain-free. If you're ready to own a silencer, make time to meet SID, your new buddy in the silencer business. Available at selected powered by silencer shop retailers
0: deer domination is the business on today's revolution with jim and trav we're getting ready for deer week premiering october 15th on outdoor channel now let's rejoin the boys and michael waddell host of michael waddell's bone collector and host of deer week brought to you by yamaha's proven off-road atvs and side-by-side vehicles check them out at yamahamotorsports.com this is part three
1: Hey, we're back with part three of Deer Domination with Michael Waddell. We've only just, just begun. begun to interview Michael. I know that was really, really bad. Michael Waddell's bone collector. Carpenter gave up a, a hammer, hammer on Outdoor Channel Sunday, seven thirty p.m. Eastern time. Getting a whole new career. Uh, plus, Deer Week makes you watch it on Outdoor Channel and Sportsman Channel October 15th. Through the 21st I should know this by heart by now uh, start 7 p.m. Eastern time Every single night Make sure you use the hashtag Deer Week Deer Week Jimbo He <laughs> hashtags a lot of things Mainly hash browns couple of, A couple uh, of over easy yeah, eggs Also hop on uh, DeerWeek.com Alright, so let's get back to the deer action And actually talk about Shot placement uh, Thank you, shot placement Now, not every time Is a deer going to present itself With a beautiful broadside shot It just doesn't happen that way uh, Mr. Michael, so how do you feel about quartering to quartering away, possibly uh, that full-on frontal, or how about the Texas hard shot? Yeah, are you a Texas hard shot, man?
6: <laughs> <laughs> well, no doubt, uh, and you know that not every deer gets always the perfect broadside. Um, in my opinion, the perfect shot to take is a dead broadside shot. You know, a lot of people say, oh, man, I'd rather slightly quartering or quartering away when you get a deer squared up and he's broadside, obviously, the perfect shot is a double lung. Just the angles of getting both lungs are better when you have that broadside. Because even on a quarter and away shot, it's easy to go in behind that lung, maybe go in liver, get one lung. Yeah. And obviously, that's the dead deer. However, let's also say this. You know, when you're hunting so hard and you finally have this vampire of the woods make a mistake, because most of these deer are nocturnal. A lot of people, you know, I'm not encouraging to take a quarter and two shot or whatever. I think it's very important. One is to know the anatomy of a deer, to understand, you know, how long it takes for a liver shot deer to make it, how long it takes for a one lung deer to make it, or can they even survive that shot. So with that, I do think every hunter deserves the right to take a shot that he feels very confident in. So I look at shooting at a deer no different than, how Dale Earnhardt drive, drove a car. Mm-hmm. Dale Earnhardt could thread the needle at Talladega, and we would crash on the first lap. But you can't compare Dale Earnhardt's driving ability to Travis's. You can't. I mean, Travis is probably on Facebook looking at something, and he pizza, pizza, and he might run into the them. Earnhardt will pass him going 200 and not even touch the rear mirror. So with that said is, Everybody has a different skill set, and I think it's important for people to find that skill set of how they can shoot that bow. So back in the days, you remember everybody said, well, a 40-yard shot is as far as you should ever shoot. Well, first of all, bow hunting to me is the fact that I like about it. The game is, what makes it fun is, it's not about how far, but it's about how how close. So I love the closeness and the up-close-and-personal vibe of bow hunting. However, it's not fair for me to say, 40 and then, dude, you're a jerk and you're unethical if you don't. Don't tell that to Levi Morgan. You know what I mean? So oh, yeah, yeah. So I think every bow hunter has to understand their capability and be very honest with themselves, and that is how aggressive you can be at taking long shots and even in some cases some slightly marginal shots. However, there is that point of no return to where there are some shots you just can't take because your odds are so slim T-Bone Turner can race every forty-yard dash he wants to, but the margins of him winning are slim to none, and that's <laughs> kind of like the whole deal with some of these shot angles. You know, a, a hard quartering two, um, not even dead frontal, but a quartering two shot to maneuver through through those uh, shoulders is is nearly impossible. And there's not a broadhead out there that will get through that shoulder knuckle. Yeah, I think it's all about education and understanding your capability, your equipment's capability. And know your percentages of success when you make that shot.
1: Yeah. Now, what you're saying is you got to get out there before the season starts and practice. practice. Now, whether whether you're shooting a bow or you're shooting a rifle, you should be able to hit a quarter size spot on that animal. I don't care at what angle.
6: Th- that's exactly right. And um, Chuck Adams gave me some really cool shooting tips. And, um, and Chuck never really bragged about it, but Chuck made some very long range shot chuck adams did and um however he wrote about this it wasn't on video so chuck always told me that you know he would take six hours and shoot it and he would always know that whatever animal he was hunting was how tight his groups need to be the group on a on a whitetail has to be tighter than that group that you feel comfortable with at long range on an elk obviously uh people hate when i say this but maybe on a whitetail you got that paper plate yeah. you know maybe you do have that you know, six or 12-inch circle that you need to hit every time with those six arrows to feel confident. So when you start having one arrow start flying out of that that pattern, then maybe you put the limits on how far to take that shot. Vice versa, you might have a medium-sized pizza box for an elk. So if you can put six arrows in that pizza box out to 50 yards, I think you have an opportunity to hold top of the heart and you got a high percentage chance of, of making a good ethical shot. So there's a lot of little small things you can test yourself with. And the only thing that gets your test better is to practice more and the more you shoot the more you're going to up your odds and so when you put those pins I don't put a pin on my bow that I don't think I would use in the woods really? so I'm not putting that pin it's a waste of money and time to go sight it in if I'm not planning on using it somewhere so don't put anything on your bow and you don't need all these uh, turrets on your rifle scope if you're not really willing to use them uh, otherwise get your 3 by 9 uh, scope uh, you know with, with a decent eye relief and one that gathers light and be ready for that 150 200 yard shot and do that. You don't you don't need the turrets and so uh, there's no need in buying the high end equipment unless you want to push yourself to to utilize it to that full degree. I mean, uh, uh, you know, otherwise, I mean, we would still be fighting wars with a Bell helicopter, not in the past. <laughs> a
1: big difference. Hey, coming up next, we got part four with Michael Waddell when we talk deer domination. That ain't so, Daddy. Alright, that really plays (laughs) this right, so Michael Waddell's Bone Collector uh, Sunday nights, 10.30pm Eastern Time On Outdoor Channel Also, Deer Week, October 15th Make sure you watch it on Outdoor Channel and Sportsman Channel It is hosted by Tom McMillan, great guy Plus Mr. Michael Waddell 7pm Eastern Time, every single night Use the hashtag uh, Deer Week, but this has been brought to you by Yamaha's Proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles Check them out at YamahaMotorsports.com Part 4 with Michael Waddell Coming up after the break You want don't want to miss it. Stay tuned.
6: Part four is coming up. We got a lot of tips and tactics and a lot of things we just want to get
0: out. Stay up to date with all things outdoors with com. Get online. And if it gets too rough for you, the safe word is vanilla pudding. Great. Now I'm hungry. The revolution will continue next.
2: Cabela's Deer Classic is finally here. Come in and find great deals on the latest hunting gear, supplies, and apparel. Shop in-store and at Cabela's.com. Come
4: on Beach Hotel, Maui's Hawaii.
0: The Revolution with Jim and Travis back with Deer Domination. Are you guys ready? Now, once again, here's Michael Waddell, host of Michael Waddell's Bone Collector and host of Deer Week on Outdoor Channel. Brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings, Cabela's, and Silencer Shop. This is part four.
1: Hey, we're back for the fourth and final installment of Deer Domination with Michael Waddell. He's a wild guy. He is a wild guy. All right, so Mr. Michael Waddell, Michael Waddell's Bone Collector on Outdoor Channel, Sundays, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Plus, he is the host of Deer Week starting October 15th through the 21st on Outdoor Channel and Sportsman Channel, co-hosting it alongside Mr. Tom McMillan of McMillan on Sportsman Channel. Now, one thing you said I want to go back to for just a second. Uh, Earlier in the interview, you said open range, fair chase. Now, one thing you guys, all the Bone Collector guys have done Um, You've always put your your, your best foot forward in representing the outdoors and the hunting community and getting more people involved in in clearing up a lot of misconceptions about hunting. But you stressed fair chase. Do you think high fence hunting game ranches, not that there's anything wrong with it, because I don't think there is each to their own. Do you think that has given the hunting community a bit of a black eye because a few people have taken advantage of it?
6: In one way, yes, and here's why. I'm like you. I don't see nothing wrong with it. No, none at all. Uh, but what I do see wrong with it is what happens is if you want to self-profess yourself to be a whitetail expert or a pro hunter or whatever it might be, the number one way that I think you gain trust is to be authentic and truthful in how you're going about it. And and what I use as an example, like, one of the places I love to hunt is, is South Texas. It's fun. The, the odds are good that you're going to have a chance to shoot at a mature buck. But obviously, the use of corn is legal. So I'm not running... Uh, a macho man contest to uh, look at what ill. He just crawled through the swamps and got bit by seven water moccasins and go <laughs> kill that deer. I'm going cause I want to do it. And then there's other places that are different challenges, whether it's Iowa, whether it's Illinois or better yet, you really want a challenge, come down here and hunt in Hunting Booger Bottom, Georgia and try to get one of these deer to make a mistake and, and break the timberline into the opening and, and shooting light because they're just, just aggravating the environment, the geography. So when it gets down to it, what I think happens in the insecure television hosts and personalities, they want to kill the monsters. They, their desire is to be this expert. This desire is to tell everybody how to hunt deer, and that's fine. But if you're hunting in a high fence, it needs to be known. Was he eating apples? I mean, what is going on? And that was in Georgia? And so it almost it makes you feel ignorant as a, as a watcher. To try to pull a wool over somebody's head, when in reality the only people it makes dumb is those people who do that, and and I say that now as a 23-year veteran in this hunting industry and as somebody who's worked in television video production, so I realize that I might be cutting some people out here that could be listening to it in our family of hunting hosts. But if I do, next time I see you, I bring you some band-aids because I cut you a little bit. But here's the deal. We got to be honest. And I'm convicted right now more than ever because I feel like we have got to be honest. We have got to bring fun back to hunting. We got to get away from this elitism. We got to get away from this macho man. The biggest deer I had on my property last year, my nine-year-old son killed it. Oh. Now listen to me. My nine-year-old son. And it was about 135, 40-inch eight-corner. Now with that said, Let's think about that. Is my son elite at hunting? No. Yeah. We had to kill a doe. He had a, <laughs> a hundred eight and a pack of chewing gum and some jolly ranchers in the freaking ground line. Because <laughs> I didn't go to necessarily have to kill a deer. I went because my son was not playing football that evening. And I went to spend some one-on-one time with my nine-year-old boy. And we were talking. And I said, what do you want to shoot, McCoy? He said, I just want to shoot a deer. Yeah. And I said, well, we're deer hunting. And the first doe that come up was in trouble, and luckily for the does, the first thing that walked up was this big buck. I freaked out, he freaked out, and we killed it. <laughs> so you don't have to be this Billy bad, you know what, <laughs> yeah. to kill a deer. And so when it gets down to it, just have fun, and let's be honest. If you're in Texas hunting over corn, talk about it. Like, man, I got out some Big and Jay and some corn. Hate me if you want to, but this is what's legal, and this is the way I did it. Hate me if you want to, but I just hunted a under acre high fence and i had fun doing it yep. and um it, it did seem a little easier than hunting the north woods of minnesota but i'm not against it i am against the guy who ain't truthful and he's lying about where he's hunting and how he's doing it.
1: you bet hey we've been talking with michael waddell he is the bone collector and if you like what you heard on today's show you got to tune in next week for. Deer Week. That's right. Deer Week on Outdoor Channel and Sportsman Channel starting October 15th, 7 p.m. Eastern time runs every single night up until the 21st. Mr. Michael Waddell and Tom McMillan are hosting this. Uh Go to DeerWeek.com. Also use the hashtag Deer Week, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff. Now, Mr. Michael, coming to an end to learn more about you. T-Bone, Mr. Nick, uh Bone Collector, where you guys are going to be upcoming episodes. Where can we find you online, buddy?
6: Go to bonecollector.com. We got some sweet deals and we also can be found on Facebook at Michael Waddell's bone collector. My Twitter handle is at Booger Bottom. We're on Instagram. So we got a lot of cool things happening, uh, right now. So check it out. And obviously every Sunday night at 1030. On Outdoor Channel, um, we'll be airing, so uh, check it out. You bet.
1: Hey, that was Michael Waddell. He's one of the good guys. That's right. we got to get to a break one last time. Deer Week, October 15th through the 21st uh, on Outdoor Channel That's and Sportsman Channel. That is next week, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern if time.
6: There's one, if there's one thing I can add in there, guys, before y'all close out, Please don't judge Outdoor Channel or Sportsman for me and Tom McMillan being the host. I feel bad for him. I just know that we're just having a
1: good time. The world's gonna be a better place. Don't worry, Michael Waddell's bone (laughs) collector. Outdoor Channel Sundays, ten thirty p.m. Eastern Time. Mr. Michael, dude, you are so awesome. God bless you. We love you. We appreciate you. Thanks for coming on, man. Hey,
6: same here, Trav Jim. Thank you guys,
1: man. Always, always have a good time, man. You bet. Hey, we got to leave it right there because the best part of the show is coming up next. That's right. It could. The close. Uh, this has been brought to you by High Mount Seasonings, Cabela's, and Silencer Shop. Uh, here's a word from Mrs. Bunny, and she's dishing on uh, finding pinch points. That is tough to say. So you all got right. ten times all fast. Right. Here's Mrs. Bunny. We got to get to a break.
0: Dear venison, we're so lost without you. We're all out of venison. We're so lost without it. I know you were right, believing in the here's mrs bunny to pinpoint the pinch points
3: pinpoint the pinch points not long after first light deer will be seriously on the move they'll do it quickly and efficiently that means they're going to follow the path of least resistance so pinch points and funnels located in cover can pay dividends locate your stand downwind of a prime terrain feature that will focus deer movement pack a lunch and stay put because when the pressure is on you can see a shooter bucket any time of the day either moving naturally especially if the rut is on or as the result of being bumped by neighboring hunters
0: When you listen to The Revolution every week, you become a part of the family. I leave the toilet lid down when I pee. (laughs) You get to know what they like.
3: I absolutely love cold pizza and beer. What
0: they dislike. I hate using deodorant. Who they are. I only have one pair of pants and they're Jim's. And what makes them tick. That's easy. Guns, trucks, watches and Tommy Bahama. So be a part of the family. The Revolution with Jim and Trav will continue.
1: (laughs) Oh my God.
0: Next. Goodbye, my sweet, beloved friends. It's never goodbye. It's just till next time. Well, that's a wrap on this week's Revolution with Jim and Trab. Remember, you can always stay in touch
1: with the boys at
0: JimandDraft.com.
2: Be sure and tell them Large Marge sent
1: you. Hey, what a great show this week. Don't you absolutely love Michael Waddell? Love Michael Waddell. This was an amazing four-part series focusing on deer hunting plus deer week. Again, makes sure you watch it October 15th through the 21st, uh, starting 7 p.m. Eastern Time each night on Outdoor Channel and Sportsman Channel, hosted by uh, Mr. Michael Waddell and Tom McMillan. Mrs. Bunny, what do you think? I'm pumped, guys. I'm pumped. You know it's so exciting? I'm gonna jump ahead. What's that? Next week, Tom McMillan. Also, oh, oh. Joe Montaigne! Oh man oh my gosh! I love Joe Montana. He's actually joining us next week for a two-part interview. We like that guy. Yeah, he's gonna say how cool I am. <laughs> uh Mrs. Bunny, we do have to get to break. Anything
3: you wanna add? No, just check out Deer Week brought to you by Cabela's guys, uh, October 15th through the 21st. Yeah, Jimbo, anything
1: hey, about stations? We'd like to thank our 515 affiliate stations or advertisers and everyone that makes the show possible. Like Miss Bunny Funjo, our producer. From Mark Paneri and Frank the Sound Guy. That's right. And get outdoors this week and take some kiddos with you and tell them about my friendship with Joe Montana. That's what you got to do. That'll them. Uh, awesome. No, seriously, get some kids out. Do some uh, little uh, dove hunting. You still got them? Go fishing. That's always fun. All right, we got to get to a break. We want to say God bless America. We love you. We're praying for you. Stay safe. Peace out. We'll be back next week.